0: oh my god okay welcome back to the show pop culture to do the popcorn the, pop
1: the popcorn
0: the popcorn frenzy the pop the uh pop. wow jeez! you know what we're just gonna do it again it's been a long weekend Welcome back to the show of Pop Culture To Do, the podcast show where two best friendos exchange a to-do list of stuff to watch, listen to, read, smell, experience, all under the umbrella of arts and entertainment. With me, as always, is my amazing co-host, The Greg Norton. Say hello. That's me.
1: Hello. That's him. I'm that.
0: He is that, and I am Anthony, otherwise known as Anthony with Teeth, and welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. We've got a big, fat, sexy show for you today. Take a breath. Okay, so um, our main topic of today is we're going to be discussing the Canadian film. I think it said it was 2018 or 19, uh, the film The Kid Detective, starring and Brody. And uh, just before that, we're going to do, uh, we're going to ask each other some questions, movie-related questions that we uh, we like doing every now and then. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice.
1: Yeah. And uh, listeners, for those of you who are wondering why we do this on the podcast sometimes, or we ask each other questions, it's not for the podcast. We do this anyways. Yeah like these are just conversations we have now we record them in case you were wondering
0: yeah even before the podcast we would ask we would like text each other these questions it's now at least like people can listen
1: if anything i don't text you as much with all the stupid things i think because i'm just like i mentioned on the podcast yeah yeah it's like (laughs) no no no. this one this one's not stupid well they're all stupid but like this one's not as stupid it can go on the podcast
0: Okay, I thought you were going to say like this one needs an audience. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, uh, nothing I have ever said or done has needed an audience, but I'm just one of those people who's just like, "But give me attention."
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, sweet attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh okay, so what was your thing for me? I know that you had uh, a question or uh something you yeah. wanted to share with me.
1: Well, there was a uh, one of those uh Instagram posts where it's got a bunch of things and you gotta you know you can only pick however many I found one of those and I'm gonna send it to you I'm saying it to you right now it is from the Instagram account A24 memes
0: oh man okay
1: and it's just a shit ton of A24 movies and you have to pick the five best ones or your five favorite or whatever it is
0: and you just sent it to me through Instagram
1: Yeah, I thought it'd be fun to do because The Green Knight came out this week. I did not see it because I'm still not comfortable going into theaters yet.
0: I haven't seen it either, Mm. but I want to.
1: I do too, but it's only in theaters and I'm not quite there yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially with this like new Delta thing.
1: Yeah. Anyways, we're not going to talk about uh, that stuff. We are going to uh, pick our, each of us are going to pick our five A24 films. A24 is a film production studio that mm-hmm. has been making some of the most interesting, weirdest, most art-driven films of the past last decade or so. Yeah. Like they've just been knocking it out of the park with great dramas, great art films, great horror, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. We're both big fans. So yeah we're gonna pick our five uh, okay
0: so you want to start it off
1: sure so we we'll each get to pick five five yep out of the one two three four five six seven eight nine 40 that are here
0: oh this is gonna hurt um yeah. are you going like chronological
1: uh no i uh... okay I just looked over it and I'm going to pick the five I picked. Makes sense.
0: Okay, let's go.
1: I also get to be be an asshole and be like, well, I looked at this ahead of time.
0: Yeah, so you had time mm-hmm. to ruminate.
1: Yeah. But you're just going to pick the five horror movies, so it's okay. Yeah,
0: and I'm, yeah, oh, God. <laughs> All
1: right, I'm going to start with the Denis Villeneuve film Enemy.
0: I didn't know. Th- I didn't know that was a twenty-four. By the way,
1: I had forgotten. A lot of these movies on this list, I was like, "Oh yeah, they do yeah. that."
0: Yeah. Enemy Night. That's a great one. Oh my god, so that's that a good one. That is
1: my first. It's first. Great.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously, my first is going to be Green Room.
1: Mhm. I'm. I'm going to write these down because it's fun.
0: Yeah. this is so tough
1: (laughs) i'm 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 gonna also say green room that's gonna that's on my list nice it's fun oh fuck yeah just schlocky horror goodness
0: i loved it love it uh second for me is gonna be hereditary
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: yeah
1: so far my prediction of you only picking horror movies is true (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) oh man (laughs) i am going to go with there are a lot of fantastic movies on here uh, but there are very few of them on here that i would say are a masterpiece okay and moonlight is absolutely a masterpiece
0: yeah it's great it's great
1: Uh, so touching such an emotional film
0: yeah oh my god that's really good Uh, yeah it's a really great movie um so moonlight was your Mm -hmm. third right no second no it's my third it's your third what was your second oh green room green room yeah (laughs) okay my third it's getting tough now okay i'm gonna fuck i'm gonna make my third be killing of a sacred deer
1: right on right on probably wait is that the weirdest film on this list it's hard to say because they make a lot of beautiful strange movies.
0: they do like you could easily argue the lighthouses
1: like oh yeah just that's as weird that's yeah. a weird one too which you know it's it's one of those ones that i'm debating too like,
0: under the silver lake is extremely weird
1: yeah i haven't seen that one yet but it's on my to-do list nice but one that's not on my to-do list but is on my top five it's my boy it's X machina
0: yeah Ooh. i knew that was gonna be i knew enemy and X machina were gonna be on your on your list
1: and X machina is another one that i forgot a24 did
0: i actually that was i think that or the witch was the first very first time i had heard of a24
1: hmm. yeah Let's think there's, when I started actively realizing that A24 was making amazing movies was probably like, oh, the people who made The Witch and Good Time are the same studio. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, Moonlight and so many other great films, but like Enemy and Ex Machina are two movies that I did not know were by them.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: That I adore. Room, I forgot was by them. There's just yeah, so many just excellent remembered. films on this.
0: Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay, wait. Uh-huh. Okay, you. Hmm? It's your turn.
1: No, it's
0: your turn. I just did Ex Machina. You did Ex Machina. He did Ex
1: Machina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez.
0: This is getting so...
1: Right, because we keep picking movies, but there's still so many great movies.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, oh, God. Oh, fuck, I, I'm i going to go with St. Maude.
1: I knew you were going to pick that one.
0: Oh, that movie's
1: fucking good. You, you've brought it up to me a few times. Yeah. You said that if you had seen it the year it came out, it would have hit your top 10, wouldn't it? Correct. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wait, but the it, it actually came out this year, like officially.
1: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Like it did the the theater, the 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 festival circuit.
0: Exactly. In the and year
1: then, it's listed as coming out, and then it actually came out.
0: Yeah. Well, it it was supposed to actually come out last year, but COVID. Yeah, yeah. 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 So then it got delayed, and eventually came out on like VOD and stuff. It's
1: it's always confusing, and we've mentioned it before, when movies have their festival release date and yeah. then their actual release date.
0: Yeah, exactly, because we, we... I remember Enemy being that for you because it was, like, your top 10 of, like, 17, I think, or 16. No.
1: Way uh, earlier. Way earlier, like, 13 or 14.
0: Okay, but no, but it actually came out 2012.
1: Something like that. Like, the year it came out in regular theaters and the year it went on my top 10 list was not the year it's listed as coming out because it's listed on its uh date in festivals same thing for prisoners same thing for uh place beyond the pines so many of my favorite movies the year they're on my top 10 and the year they're listed on on imdb are different
0: way different climax is the same is the same Um, uh, yeah
1: you you uh, you introed this episode uh saying uh the topic of the episode uh, the kid detective was 2018 or 2019 it's a I 2020 f- film
0: It's a 2020 film sorry Yeah
1: but it probably was listed at, as like 19 somewhere because of festival circuits
0: Oh okay it's there you go confusing as hell Yeah okay Oh man Um yeah okay wait did you I did Saint Maud
1: yeah, I Did have you one more. I have one more. And this is where it's hard because there's I'm torn between so many films.
0: Wait, there's one missing here. What's missing? And and it's the one I'm going to name.
1: <laughs> well, can you name it if it's not on here?
0: Absolutely, cuz it's on the website.
1: Mm, I'll be the judge of that.
0: Does it have to be from this does it have to be from this list?
1: It depends whether or not I like your answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'm, okay.
1: I'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick the farewell oh, yeah because i really i was i'm debating because good time is an intense ride of a movie and uncut gems is just as good if not better hereditary hereditary i'm gonna avoid because you named it okay <laughs> and uh yeah i'm gonna say the farewell
0: that's a beautiful film
1: Oh yeah,
0: I need another to one is those... So
1: good.
0: No, oh, it is. That's another one of those movies that my first time watching was after I bought it. But it's
1: you, you madman.
0: Uh, but no, but you but I do knew that...
1: that. Yeah, no, but you were saying it.
0: Yeah. Oh no, I was gonna say like I, I, I like it was on like all of your top tens, and I knew it was a great movie, and I was mm-hmm. like, the guys liked it. It's a great movie. I'm just gonna. Whatever I'll buy it, and I know I'm gonna like it, and I we ended up loving it, you know. All right. yeah. So,
1: what is your last pick?
0: My last the pick. Twenty-four list. Yeah, my last pick is climax.
1: Climax is a twenty-four. It is. Is it? Yeah. I don't know if I'll accept that. I don't remember seeing that in their credits, in their awesome awesome credits. I also just might not be remembering. Ah, they they distributed it, that's why.
0: Oh, okay. Does that count?
1: Yeah, let's let that count. All right.
0: Alright, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: so we made we made our lists. I put green room on it, even though you put green room on it, and then didn't do the same thing for hereditary. <laughs> so clearly yeah, I have it, no idea what I'm doing.
0: Well no, but I think it would have been maybe a little redundant if we did that more than once. Mm-hmm. Especially the fact that like you and I went to go see Green Room.
1: Yeah, so. that's an excellent film.
0: Oh fuck yes it is. Um
1: that's a okay. that's a great one two punch as a director. Uh Saulnier going Blue Ruin then Green Room back yeah. to back as uh, director
0: uh, also uh, would you consider Ari Aster to the same
1: oh yeah he's he's up there with with that as well like there are a few great directors who are just like here's two perfect or like phenomenal films back to back
0: yeah I would even I, yeah. uh,
1: mm-hmm. I don't know I would
0: say even Robert Eggers with The Witch and Lighthouse oh yeah
1: Eggers is definitely on the list. i yeah. personally not say that as much with Ari Aster because I liked, uh,
0: Parete, Hereditary
1: man. so much more. But it's that's okay, personal yeah. taste. I know that Midsommar is also a very good film. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, I think like Green Room and Blue Room are on the same level as each other. It's you know, it's they're, really they're hard for me so to. Good.
0: Yeah. Uh, I they're fucking great, man. Uh, did how were you on uh, Hold the Dark?
1: it was it was all right i found it a little dry if that makes sense
0: yeah it's my fiance too um i it really sucks because like you know i'm such a huge fan of the two movies you just mentioned so when when we finished hold the dark i was kind of like ah fuck i think this might be the only jeremy solney film that i maybe don't revisit
1: Mm-hmm. That's the thing, like it's, yeah. It's for me. It was the case of wanting to like it more than I liked it.
0: It happens. It's yeah. yeah especially because you you like me loved his first two films,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And it's it's the it's the pairing of him of him and making Blair again, you know.
1: Yeah. Mm. Ooh, uh, just uh, on the topic of like the the one two punch we were saying.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Alex Garland. X Machina oh. than
0: Annihilation. And devs.
1: And devs, but if we're just gonna talk movies.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. Both of those films, mm-hmm. I, again, like I oh actually I think I like Annihilation a little bit more than X Machina, mm-hmm. but X Machina's is uh, a yeah. fantastic sci-fi closed uh closed sci-fi film.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. Oh, that's good.
1: I could could do this all day. Just be like, what director has put out two bangers in a row?
0: Yeah, I know. But it has to be, like, just, like, they're super new up and coming, Mm -hmm. you know? Because you can't do that with, like, Scorsese.
1: (laughs) No. But also, Scorsese has one of the best runs as a director.
0: I'd say so. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a few misses here and there, because with someone as, with his filmography is massive.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: You're not going to get a whole bunch of movies without
1: a few misses. Mm-hmm. But just so, like, uh, he's got so many bangers on his filmography. Like, it's insane.
0: It is. I love but it. I will
1: say, like, you know, he does have, you know, like, no one talks about New York, New York.
0: I actually, yeah, you
1: know, and and you know, like King of Comedy and After Hours are like cult classics, but they're not big hits like some of his other stuff.
0: No, they're very, very underrated.
1: Yeah, but mm. still, like, just so so much good stuff.
0: Very good. Oh man, yeah.
1: And also, I'll, I'm I'm gonna say it like I said it before, and I'll say it again: the Villeneuve Nerve is on probably the run of a lifetime, like, the the man has not put out a bad film yet, you know? Yeah. Dune, Dune might change that, Dune might be horseshit, you know, we don't know yet. I'm hoping it won't be.
0: I'm really hoping it won't
1: be. I'm willing to accept that it is, because e- even if it is, it's just a, such an amazing run from his early career indies doing stuff like Polytechnic. Yeah. And then like enemy and prisoners into Sicario, into Arrival, into Blade Runner. Like, yeah, it's such a run. Like, people listening, can you name a director with a more solid run than him? Because I can't think of any off of the top of my head. Like I said, Scorsese's a a genius. He's got his best movies are the best movies ever made but you know like he has those like forgotten movies
0: or lesser known don't,
1: or lesser known you know, yeah let's like, about yeah you know he, but also like scorsese it's also like oh yeah his cult films are things like the king of comedy
0: which is a fucking great movie i love that movie
1: oh, so good yeah, yeah listeners um, if you if you can uh, think of anything that is comparable in terms of just like directors on fantastic runs hit us up on twitter at pop culture to do send us an email pop culture to do at gmail.com we'd love to hear it we know you film nerds are out there give us them
0: directors please god damn it <laughs> um yes so uh i had a question for you Yes, and this came from because Maymay and I, uh, my fiance and I, we rewatched like twenty eight days and twenty eight weeks later recently.
1: Mm-hmm. You um, love those yeah. movies,
0: oh, fuck yeah! And rewatching them just re solidified. But if this was her first time watching them oh, both? Nice.
1: And did she enjoy them?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. She she loved yeah. them, but. Um. And, and and 28 Weeks Later is very much known. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but 28 Weeks Later is very, very well known for its opener. Like the, I don't know if they call it a stinger. I don't think it's that, but it's like an opener. It just cuts right to it. You were literally in the thick of it because it's kind of like there's no establishing what happened or recontextualizing
1: The term for that is beginning a movie in media res.
0: Oh, God, I didn't even know that. Media res?
1: In media res.
0: Really, how come? Like what is? I have no idea. Oh, okay, okay.
1: It's something I've been meaning to do research on because I think it would be a good video, but I haven't gotten into the, the thick of it yet.
0: Okay. But I, my question was uh, for you, what's a movie that you love that literally just starts with your heart racing?
1: There, there's a there's a few movies that do that really well. Uh, the first Matrix movie starts off with a banger.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, I think it, I remember it.
1: It's a chase scene and people are going after Trinity. You don't know who anyone is yet. You get a few glimpses at the crazy visual stuff they're going to be doing, but it's still all kept close to the chest, so that way they can have their big moments and their reveals later, but it's still just this heart-pounding, it feels like a short film in and of itself. Like, you could just take that opening sequence and give it to someone and be like, do you want this movie?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Oh, God, that's a movie.
1: Yeah. You could also say that about A Dark Knight. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, Dark Knight, Dark Knight. Perfect, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, Again, you know, it's it's that, it's like a little short film at the beginning of the movie to be like, look at what you're in for.
0: That's true. Um, I think even Mad Max Fury Road kind of starts like that. Sort of. Yeah. I,
1: I'd think of that more as like, it is just the first part of the, like, cause the whole movie Fury Road is essentially one long chase sequence. Yeah. But in that long sequence, there are smaller sequences.
0: Yeah. 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 And I
1: think that's just the first vignette of many within it.
0: That movie's a monster. Oh, oh that, that's amazing. A fantastic film. Mm um nice okay yeah because i was because i love movies that really um that just just get into it mm-hmm. you know that it just and and 28 weeks later is one of those movies that i always kind of oh shit yeah that movie has a ridiculous opening <laughs> like just because but like uh because 28 days later obviously that's the intro to the virus and then 28 weeks mm-hmm. there's there's no like recontextualizing like oh yeah you know like that virus that like you you can transmit through blood and then at this no it's just you know anyone watching it's like they know what 20 days later is Mm -hmm. let's just start the movie
1: yeah and if you don't you'll figure it out as you go
0: exactly 28 weeks later I mentioned this on another episode we had one of the very very rare um, brilliant horror sequels Mm. So fucking good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> every Star Wars movie opens like that with like a like a, a big sequence to get your attention before going into the actual story.
0: Are we talking the uh, prequels too?
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. No, all of them, like uh, *Phantom Menace*. It starts off with them. Uh, the the jedi on a on a ship and they fight droids and they escape and then they oh, find yeah. themselves in the plot right
0: ah okay and then there's just a whole bunch of congress talking
1: yeah <laughs> and just annoying child actors anyway I feel uh, bad for that so- dude though he got bullied so hard yeah for being in that movie children don't be bullies also don't listen to this podcast shit farts fuck
0: (laughs) chlamydia (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right with that out of the way we're gonna just roll right into our main topic which is discussing the film the kid detective i'm very antsy to talk about this movie uh, because uh, I can't remember if I mentioned it while we were recording, but I just finished watching this movie and so it's a mega fresh in my cranial area and I, I just need to talk about it because uh, I need to talk about
1: it. That explains because that explains, you would text me, you were like I'll be ready to record in 20 minutes and then exactly yeah. 20 minutes later, you texted me ready when you are yeah, And I was like, wow, because whenever, whenever you say like, oh, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, you got to add five to it.
0: That's true. <laughs> when yeah, it yeah.
1: comes to recording these podcasts, not only when it comes yeah. to like meeting you places, but just like when you say like, hey, I'm ready to record in 10. I'm just like, all right, I got 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but like this is yeah. like 20 minutes on the dot. So yeah. you're saying, saying like, oh, yeah. I just finished, it's like, okay, so he saw he had 20 minutes left. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's funny because I had all my, I had my headphones ready, the mic. And as soon as the movie ended, I was like, sick, open Zoom, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Uh, The Kid Detective uh, starring Adam Brody. It's a 2020 film directed by Evan Morgan. Uh, and it's the movie's about a once celebrated kid detective who is now 32 continues to solve the same trivial mysteries between ha- hangovers and bouts of self-pity until a naive client brings him his first adult case to find out who brutally murdered her boyfriend
1: mm-hmm.
0: oof okay. okay
1: because this is a a mystery film do you want to do non-spoilers, then-spoilers? Yes. All right. And I have so to remember that. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So, listeners, we're just going to give some some basic what we liked uh, vibes, you know, would we recommend it? Then we're going to give you some spoiler warnings. And then if you haven't seen this movie yet, see this movie, and then come back for the rest of the episode. Or if you don't care yeah. about spoilers, just listen to the whole thing, but, you know, don't get mad at us.
0: Either way, watch this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: So, um, did you yeah. like it? No, absolutely not. No? I'm kidding. I loved it. <laughs> no, I really, really enjoyed this movie. You just movie. said that no. with
1: such confidence. I was like, wow.
0: No, no, this was rehearsed. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, this is a great, great. I, I, I went into this completely blind. I hadn't even heard about this until you mentioned it on our last episode. Mm-hmm um so yeah um this is one of those first things because i don't remember ever really watching something where adam brody was like the center star Mm -hmm. um i've always seen him he's like a side guy or something you know um he's fucking fantastic in this movie he's really really good and i really want to see him like like uh be the 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 main person like in other movies Mm -hmm. um uh i actually i wasn't really anticipating how because by the look of the poster this is something i wanted to mention on the by the look of the poster i thought this was going to be a more like i guess a louder more bombastic film with like car chases and shit and it's actually not that at all. This is a very yeah. subtle and quiet movie, mm-hmm. like all the way down to its humor, which is equally just as subtle. Like yeah. it's it's very, very subtle to the point where I was like I laughed, but then I was like, shit, wait, did was that supposed to be funny? Mm-hmm. Like cause I you know, um
1: I felt that way as well. Uh, you did the first time I saw it. Cause okay. I, I watched it, I, I watched it again this week. And the first time I watched it, I was going in expecting the nice guys. That sort of big comedy, big action.
0: Because of the poster, right?
1: No, just because it was a sort of mystery comedy. And the mystery comedies I'm most familiar with are the ones by Shane Black.
0: Which are, like, not loud, but, like, very big. Big. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I was expect I I was probably expecting uh, more Kiss Kiss Bang Bang because that's a smaller type of film. Yeah. And I know this was an independent film, so I was probably more leaning on that. But I was expecting a bit more of a Shane Black feel, which is what I was excited about. Okay, and, exactly.
0: That's what I was expecting you know, too.
1: And not disappointed by this movie at all. I enjoyed it. I wanted to talk about it on this podcast and watch it a second time for it. It's a very good movie very low-key
0: i'm actually really happy that it didn't deliver those expectations i'm, I'm really happy that it was a much quieter um self-contained as if, if you will type movie yeah. and i mean it because it, it never because i feel like with um with the nice guys the mystery continuously just gets bigger and bigger and more people mm-hmm. are involved more people this is always this Starts and ends with the same people.
1: It's a very personal journey.
0: Exactly. There's there's never any oh, but uh, it was the Russians or the Yakuza. No, there's none of that. Mm-hmm. This is all kept within a tight knit town.
1: It's a small town story with small town characters.
0: Absolutely, and it does the movie does it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really highly recommend this film. Uh, how did you find out about this by the way I wanted to ask you
1: it was like a list of like oh 2020 movies you missed I love those lists so so handy for us film snobs who are just like no nah, we gotta watch the indies
0: yeah you gotta give the indies attention too
1: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah Jeez, can we just dive into the spoilers cause I got stuff to say
1: uh yeah yeah we okay. we've covered enjoying it we've covered him being great in it yeah
0: everyone everyone's great everyone's e- great e-
1: everyone's great it's his yeah. movie though you know like
0: it is his, that's just it yeah it, it's like, it's he's the yeah. the you know
1: every everyone delivers but it is very much a, one of those typical movies where there is a lead character.
0: Yeah, exactly. This isn't an ensemble piece. It's very much and the movie rests on uh Brody's shoulders and mm-hmm. goddamn does he carry it. Like he does a really great job.
1: percent. Um,
0: yeah. So okay. Big, big spoiler warning, and there are big spoilers coming. Um, so this is your warning. And uh yeah, we're gonna get into it. Uh okay, so first thing I wanted to mention. And I really wanted to know if this was intentional because the actress, the main one who plays Caroline, Mm -hmm. Sophie Nelis she was in a movie called The Book Thief and the first time we meet her in this movie, she says oh no, I was okay I stole this magazine and I was like (sighs) who knows (laughs) I don't know. It was just, I, I honestly could just be me, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was just did a she, funny. Did little... she
1: say she stole it though, or did she say she had it from the lobby?
0: I think I remember her saying steal. I gotta go back and check.
1: Yeah. I will.
0: But yeah, okay. That is seriously just such a, a breadcrumb of what I really wanna get into.
1: <laughs> End of conversation.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, Holy shit, this movie packs a mighty big wallop. Um, this movie does a really great job, first of all, at kind of like dealing with popular, like fame and how it translates to when you get older. Mm-hmm. And I mean fame because this kid, he was the, the, Adam Brody's character, Abe. Um, He's established in this film. He was a, a kid detective. He was a, a, a very widely celebrated kid detective in his town. And, you know, he gets free ice cream at the ice cream shop that he also helped solve a case for. And then you see that years later when he's in his 30s and he gets that free ice cream. And the the person, who, the the shop owner, is kind of, like, begrudgingly giving him the ice yeah. cream.
1: Because he, he didn't just get free ice cream. He got free ice cream for life exactly this is the kind exactly. of thing you give to a kid because you know a kid. They're, yeah. They're, yeah and they're not gonna you don't expect them to in their 30s still be living in this town living off your ice cream <laughs>
0: but that's just it and it's just kind of it, it i feel like this movie does a really great job of like like i think your days are over you know like mm-hmm. i think you should maybe do something else But he doesn't and he takes on this new case with Caroline like I mentioned before in the synopsis she goes to see him because she wants to know who murdered her boyfriend
1: Mm -hmm.
0: okay so Uh, uh, what?
1: we should probably since we're going into the the spoilers of it the reason why his life is shit and why he's not really put together never really grew up is because when he was a kid the mayor's daughter, who was a good friend of his, and the secretary at his detective agency because they gave him an office and all this, disappeared.
0: Yes, sorry, I I really forgot to mention that. This, this, what he just mentioned, that's sort of the uh, what's the word, um, the catalyst? It it really, yeah.
1: It's why he's never gotten his shit together because you know, obviously he's a kid, he can't solve a missing person's thing. Yeah, exactly. Like the cops couldn't do it. He was a child, but everyone kind of expected him to.
0: Yeah, because he's he, putting that he pressure on a cases. kid. You can't do that. No, exactly. And I love that. I love that. Um and th- there's a lot of there's a lot that happens in this movie that's kind of like the thing is like we've seen like these type of movies hit these beats before. Mm-hmm. But I love how this movie brought this character to the its rightful places. Yeah. You know, like its hero's journey, if you will.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I love the fact that he, you know, the typical detective, he's kind of like a drinker, does, you know, drugs and everything. Like Sherlock Holmes, for example. You know, but in this case it makes perfect sense because his his friend when they were very young went missing and he has this obscene uh like responsibility to locate her Mm -hmm. but like you just mentioned he's a fucking kid how's he supposed to do that so of course that messed him up and that's why it's been hard for him to to pull himself together you know um and then what ends up happening is he also starts, like, recounting stories of, like, this missing fundraiser who he thought this kid stole and that, like, ruined that kid's life. And then you see, like, years later, they, like, in the present time, they meet at a bar and he kicks the shit out of Abe, you know? Mm-hmm. And you could tell, like, he this guy took it with him his whole life, you know?
1: Yeah, because because that's a big undercurrent of the film is how you're defined in your early stages you know exactly he, he was a gifted kid but then was proven that he couldn't handle the big issues and then you see him as a, an adult he doesn't have his life together he couldn't handle the big things you know, exactly this other guy got defined as a bad kid and a thief and he grows up to be someone who is so resentful of those who have wronged him, he'll beat the shit out of them.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: It's it's very, like, it's very much one of the undercurrents that yeah, you know, telling kids there's certain things very young defines them whether they want it that way or not
0: yeah and um i mean at some point i forget when but like we talk to the principal because you know it has to do with like this girl who i think is in high school so it makes sense that he would go back to the school that he went to he would talk to the principal hey have you seen anything type thing and then it starts like that's when it starts making its like It it starts like expanding a bit, but never too much, you know, and it's like, okay, well, let's talk to some of his friends. So you you meet one of the friends. Uh, Adam Brody leaves one of the door, the windows open so he could revisit the location later. And then you find out, oh, you know, Caroline's boyfriend, the guy who was murdered, he was like, uh, you know, he had secrets. Okay, yeah. what secret yeah the, you know the
1: classic mystery film noir stuff of people aren't what they seem
0: exactly and that's why he was killed because he got mixed up with the wrong people type thing you know Yeah. and then so what ends up happening is Adam Brody during the night goes back into this kid's house through the same window that he left open and hides out in the room and I'm sorry but this was kind of funny because he's just in the closet for like a stupid amount of time.
1: Yeah, because because and he mentions this in the voiceovers in the beginning and you yeah, see how he sorry. never grew up past this is, you know, he the kid detective is just like you got to hide in the closet when people show up
0: and they always just almost open the door but then something averts their attention.
1: Yeah, and and it's and it's again one of those great mystery things where there's so much set up in that beginning monologue that pay off in things later like this where it's just like oh yeah you know as a kid detective you know you hide in the closet and you know that is what you see in like the hardy boys and nancy drew and stuff
0: under the bed in the closet
1: but it it shouldn't be done as an adult like this
0: (laughs) no especially in a fucking kid's room because that's what ends up biting him in the ass right because He ends up, like, I think getting whatever he needs from the kid's room. He leaves. He's about to sneak out the front door. But then somebody, like, they're all having dinner. And the girl is like, oh, I have to go to the washroom. So he's like, he has to go back upstairs. And then he goes into her fucking closet. And she's on the computer doing something. She gets distracted from going to the bathroom. And then he sneezes right because like yeah. he mentions it before and and over and the voiceover he sneezes and then we hard cut to him talking to an, uh, a cop
1: yeah um, and then all of a sudden people think he's a creep and a pedophile and it's making his life worse and it's a very interesting way that they did that because you know me, this is yeah. a comedic film and it's kind of funny but it's more tense and uncomfortable than anything else like they don't play it off as big laughs they play it off as serious which it is
0: exactly and like i like and that was and it's it's like that was the perfect moment in this hero's journey where it's like now he's like he's he's broken you know Mm -hmm. and this is the thing that breaks him and i thought that was so interesting and i also knew this was a canadian movie because uh a little easter egg the cop who talks to adam brody is mm-hmm. uh, one of the guys from the original cube movie so oh like,
1: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> but yeah um i thought that was brilliant so what ends up happening is he well like caroline keeps saying to him like you know, I, I always feel like I'm being watched or like, there's like this presence or maybe... So they start thinking like, oh, maybe it's a secret admirer because she gets these like origami uh, flowers.
1: Yeah. And... and at first she thinks it's from the guy that she ends up dating and gets murdered. Exactly. And then you find out later that she just assumed it was him because he's Asian. Yeah. And then like th- there's just this moment of realization where where Abe's like, origami's Japanese, he's Chinese.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, it's, just, like, I, I, I really loved his, um. his way of, like, thinking about things. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think somebody, I forget, like, a girl, oh, I think it's the girl who has Paul on her forehead, mm-hmm. who is, like, uh, oh, yeah, I remember, or something. Uh, like, I forget, like, uh, you helped me figure out who stole my brooch and it's just mm-hmm. like uh oh yeah i was the kid who ate too much cake like i loved i loved how he figured stuff out
1: yeah you he, know? Had, he had a certain uh, logic to things yeah but also they they prove that that doesn't always work
0: no exactly because of the fundraiser money
1: yeah which uh should we get into that
0: absolutely we have yeah. to
1: so the case that made him as a kid was the principal was like who stole the fundraiser money? Yeah. And it's the kid that, as we mentioned, it doesn't end up uh, with a good life because he was sort of looked at as the kid who stole the money from the fundraiser. Yeah. But you find out that he never did it. Exactly. But uh, as Abe says in the, in the climax of the movie, uh, after I said it was him, you found it in his desk yeah because it was a setup because uh the principal Principal. is the bad guy and he's not just the bad guy in the current thing who killed the boyfriend he's the bad guy who abducted the girl when they were 12
0: the great her name is yeah grace his his old secretary secretary when he was a kid yeah and uh uh, yeah, Caroline, the girl whose boyfriend is murdered, is the result of the principal s- sexually assaulting this girl.
1: Yeah, which made me so uncomfortable because, as I've said, I am tired of uh, films that are just like, and the women are there for the rape. And especially, in cases like this where it's part of the man's story is him overcoming, like, I like, I love so much about this movie. I think the one flaw it has is Grace is a character who's only there to be kidnapped and sexually assaulted to further the story of a male character. I don't like that. I feel like they should have given her more of an identity in the beginning i get why they didn't i get why the film is structured the way it is but it's the one fly i have with this movie
0: i get you yeah um yeah she's used i guess as a a, a tool like you say to, to yeah for yeah um i gotta say though that like that twist really packs a wallop because i
1: 100
0: as a twist should do it, I didn't see it coming, you know?
1: It's just the the gravity when you start hearing you know, and the way the principal would talk and be like, oh she was asking for it because she'd always come and like, show me her outfits. It's like, she's a 12-year-old girl. She's being cute. She's she's enjoying being a a 12-year-old girl and I think that is one of the big commentaries on society that this film has where it's just like oh it's the woman's fault
0: because of what she was wearing yeah Yeah. because he meant the principal mentions like she would always come into my office and show show me her outfits
1: yeah as if that was
0: an invitation
1: yeah it's not it's a 12 year old girl being excited about getting to wear a cute outfit and sharing that with what is supposed to be a authority figure an authority figure that keeps you safe yeah and You know, he's proving why women don't trust men, because men take innocent things and things that have nothing to do with them and make it an invitation. Yeah. And I'm going to say this for anyone who's listening, who may be too stupid, unless they say, unless a woman says, unless anyone says, I want to have sex with you, don't try to have sex with them. Yeah. Do not just assume, based off of anything, that that is okay. You fuck. Consent
0: is the key. The consent is the key here, guys.
1: Yeah, just, <laughs> just don't be a
0: fuck. <laughs> yeah, don't be a fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sent over. Yeah, no, because, oh, Jesus Christ, this, I really didn't see this coming, because you said, like, because I remember when you when you told me about it, you're like, "Yeah, it's about a kid, you know, kid detective grows up, and uh, he's trying to solve a case, but shit goes dark. And until that movie, like until that part happens, it's kind of like, I mean, you know, this is standard stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, a person gets murdered, that's dark, but it's that's what you know, yeah. murder mystery. That's you know, but then you get the twist, and you're like, well, I'm never gonna be the same,
1: yeah. <laughs> you and- know." And then the the principal kills himself in front of Abe.
0: Yeah, he stabs himself in the heart.
1: Yeah, more than once. And I think that was him trying to make it look like Abe killed him.
0: Well, no, because he, he, he would have his uh, fingerprints on the knife.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, like, the way he did it was very assault-looking. That's true. I mean, I might be reading into something that's not there, but that was my interpretation. Yeah. You know, like, oh, Abe broke into my... Into this man's house and murdered him.
0: Yeah, because okay, what what starts this whole like because Abe goes into the principal's off uh, principal's house, mm-hmm. and what kicks that all off is the fact that he finds this photo of this naked this naked girl or woman, and all she's wearing is a, like a tiger mask, yeah. and that was like that was one of like the Caroline's w- boyfriend's friend. Yeah, it
1: it was it was in his. He, It was in his locker, but then when they went to go find it, it was gone.
0: Yeah. And they couldn't find it. Exactly, because the principal took it, and that's what made him kill Patrick, the guy—the boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, because he felt like he was—he was scared that this naked girl was Caroline, and that this—this Patrick guy was ruining her.
1: Yeah, and you know, he felt that way because, as we said, Caroline is his illegitimate daughter. Yeah. And it's just oh, and they're just the line when you find cause he doesn't say like, oh yeah, I he doesn't say, oh, cause I'm a rapist and I no, raped no. C- Grace. It's yeah. just the way he says, uh her yeah, spirit was broken after I took our daughter away from her.
0: That's what yeah, that's cause
1: Yeah. And just I, and then you I sunk
0: because I thought me like I thought like did he he kidnapped her but like did he kill her mm. and then that I think and then like I think he says that or she was asking it for it first and that's when I was like oh my god like the, the yeah. disgusting puzzle starts going coming together that you not get the that, like
1: oh sorry yeah.
0: no I was gonna just say like that's awful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but what adds to that is the fact that um, Grace is still alive she's the one making the fucking origami flowers in the principal's fucking shed
1: was she the one making them?
0: oh I don't know because if you see if you see in the shed they're yeah. they're hanging
1: yeah. no I had just thought of it as he was making them for her
0: that's a possibility
1: but, but, th- but like what you're saying makes a lot of sense too and that's fucking gross as well because i'm
0: assuming that could have been her like grace's way of trying to communicate with her daughter you know hmm.
1: but then it would be she's making them and he's taking them and giving them to her
0: yeah uh, yeah i don't i don't know i don't know what it is um i just i just thought because it's like they were all over the shed and especially yeah. they were hanging so mm-hmm. i was like oh fuck is she the one like is, yeah. is this a way of communication mm-hmm ah this movie is yeah did, goes to places
1: <laughs> did you get that feeling in that in that scene at the end when they're when you're we're getting the reveals that sick feeling in your stomach
0: yeah i i my stomach like just felt very tight because mm-hmm. i was like i'm being told something i just sorry i yeah. don't want to hear you know
1: yeah. seen the movie twice i got it both times
0: it's still good and like it's it's just as bad like just having the principal tell you everything mm-hmm. thankfully we don't actually see any of it but yeah. it's it's like it's not any better <laughs> him narrating it all for us yeah because that then you have to like use your imagination you're like oh, but i don't want to imagine this yeah
1: but, I, uh, but at least they didn't put it to film you know like that's no one yeah thing, Is like they like believing it to your imagination is disgusting but filming a scene like that with a child is worse
0: <laughs> yeah let's not do that um that that was a big like i i think my jaw le- le- legitimately dropped when like mm-hmm. that reveal was happening and it was all and it was like and it was just like holy fuck like the principal was like just toying with Uh, abe like at the beginning so he knew that like okay i don't think he's gonna figure this one out Mm -hmm. i'm gonna fucking do it
1: yeah he he, they they said it as like he was testing him
0: testing him yeah exactly ah
1: god and ah so so but like but abe still he was able to figure it out because like he as the alcoholic that he is now he opens the fridge and starts chugging a beer and then he thinks and opens it again and there's a brand of soda that in the beginning narration he says when when grace was his secretary you know just the cute kid detective narration stuff he's like i paid her in soda and he opens it and there's the exact same fucking soda and that's what clicks it for him and like it clicks for me too watching i'm just like holy fuck
0: Wait, so that okay, no, hold on. That soda was not like imagined. It was that's real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. And he was also drinking a soda thinking it was a beer?
1: I don't I don't know what he was drinking. He might have just been drinking a beer. I can't remember, but it was okay. he saw it in the fridge. Yeah, and, that's and I the way his brain thinks, he was able to put it together so quickly. Uh, All these years later, just uh,
0: She was fo- 12 or 14. Oh, god day. damn it. Uh, uh, this poor girl, and and it's it, like she gets released, you know, because she was locked up in the shed for all of these years, um, and she finally gets released, and it's kind of like she's free, which is amazing, but this girl's gonna, oh yeah, she's gonna have a tough time.
1: Well, there's a there's a scene where, uh, you know, after the crime solved and it's in the news and everyone loves Abe again and he's yeah getting clients and his life's turning around and he goes to his office and Caroline's there and he asks if he went to if she went to see her mother and she just sort of shrugs it off and is just like she's just a kid because that's exactly it you know she was like 12 14 when this assault happened and n- never got to be anything but this victim in this shed you don't grow up you don't become an adult you you're trapped in that mind and that trauma forever
0: yeah like physically you grow up but she's Mm. always gonna be a kid she's gonna be 14 years old or 12 whatever yeah
1: she's gonna she's never gonna be able to fully grow up past that no and though the way caroline said it is just so heavy and I loved the character of Caroline, I just gotta say, because she's like naive and innocent, but like, she says she's like, you know, people think that I haven't seen like risque movies, or I I don't, like like talking about the perception (laughs) that people have of her, because she is innocent and was raised by old Catholic people, like all this stuff. But then that, that line at the end, it's like, oh yeah, no, she is smart. She is, mature. she understands things. She's mature. And especially yeah. after finding out her own dramatic origins. Oh, geez.
0: That's tough, man. Mm-hmm. That's really tough. It, uh, yeah, I, geez, I didn't see, I really didn't see that one coming. I'll be honest. Yeah. That was a, that was a heavy, heavy twist oh god yeah that's gonna be one of those things that just sits with me for a bit it was like fuck it was a great movie but goddamn that's a that's a heavy twist yeah it's a very heavy one
1: can can i mention my favorite part of the movie yeah it is the last scene of the film abe's talking to his parents yeah he's talking to his parents and you know seeing how they respect him and view him so much better now that he's, you know, solved the case. And then he just breaks down crying because that is the most real and honest ending to this. You know, he is, you know, like, all these characters have had so much trauma and so much pain. How can... You can't just have that oh, and everything's better, you know, and they kind of joke like that's how it is because near the end, like, he's got a voiceover. He's like, it's like color was restored to the town again and blah, blah, blah. But then you see him as a person isn't the town. He is just one person and you can't hold on to that. That breaks you in ways and he just weeps. Yeah. And that's so real to me cuz that that's a real movie ending. That is a real life in a movie ending it, the way I see it.
0: Yeah, it 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 was it's very refreshing to not have a detective who's like, "Okay, one case done, on mm-hmm. to the next one." You know, it's the, like this cuz as we mentioned before, like the whole Grace situation has literally been haunting him. Yep. And now that he solved it, it's kind of like this weird release that like mm-hmm. he just all the pressure and all the guilt or whatever just it's all coming out now, you know. Uh, but yeah. yeah. That uh this was a great fucking movie.
1: I'm glad more you more we talk it, about it I like, like mm-hmm.
0: this was good. This was good. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and just the way they set so many things up, like, they they talk about, like, he goes to Grace's house at one point, and she talks about how her parents died in a skiing accident, she's been raised by her grandparents, and there's a picture of her parents, and it's clearly a photo that comes with the frame, or was off the internet, of two skiers looking right at the camera, smiling, and he's like, oh wow, they're photogenic, and to me, that was just uh, an offhand joke. When I first watched it, being like, "Oh, that's a joke," because clearly that—that's not her parents.
0: Yeah, it's that's post, you know. Yeah, like...
1: that's that's just a that's just w- the lie that she was told by her grandparents. And then when you find out that that's actually part of the story, it's, wow! Just
0: yeah, I really I really do love how. I love how the story came back to Grace. Like it started, mm-hmm. it literally starts off with her, and it it ends with her. Yeah, you know, and it's it's also, and then we talk, we hear about like we get Caroline. So it's 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 unfortunate that like, um, no, actually, no, we do get. Well, I was gonna say we kind of get justice for Patrick, but mm. the guy killed himself. So
1: yeah, it's it's a complicated stuff with that it's it's a heavy movie
0: but it, it doesn't
1: present itself as such it really does it's it's not like one of those like hey you're gonna have a bad time movies no. it's a movie that just has heavy stuff in it
0: it does but it it's it's i don't want to say it's like light it's not lighthearted, but it is a fairly like light mystery comedy mm-hmm. until like, the ending, where it's just, yeah. like, it's, like, this is not even funny anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's very grounded in its comedy as well. Yeah. It's
0: just uh, it's real good. Yeah, the comedy's super subtle. Super subtle. I loved it. It's not, like, it's not, like, a, you know, uh, conversation, conversation, joke, punchline, conversation. It, it's, it just, it kind of happens randomly, and it's just, like, oh, fuck, that was, that's really funny. Like, the photogenic, like, it's 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 a small little subtle joke but it it makes sense in the grander scheme of things you know yeah ah that's good it's a great fucking movie
1: and just that's that's what i think is so hard about writing a good mystery and why it's so they're so fun to watch is just seeing how little things connect
0: I love it, and you're given like you're given random pieces of information, but they're not random because they're all gonna fit in the bigger picture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love and that, especially
1: shit, man. why like I love it in mystery comedies yeah. too, is because you can play something as a joke the first time and play it for serious when it comes back later. I, I like being able to do that because like if it's a if it's just a, a straight dramatic piece, yeah, you know it is very much like okay, so this is a clue because they're showing it to us. But when it's got that comedy edge to it, you can use the the punchlines to distract it to make it a bigger revelation than it would be. Yeah. Where where instead of you just going, ha, that's not her parents. All of a sudden you're just like, oh, fuck.
0: Now I know why it's Mm -hmm. not her parents. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Because it could be just like a a throwaway joke like (laughs) that's funny because it's a ridiculous fucking photo but then you like you think back you're like oh yeah you know (laughs) it's like anyway oh geez this i even though we have been discussing it like i i just i also want time to fully digest this movie because uh i honestly didn't anticipate loving it as much as i did especially Mm -hmm. after that twist and it's not just a twist for the sake of shocking. it Everything pieced together. It all makes sense.
1: Exactly, yeah. It all makes sense. As a good twist should. Yeah, know, yeah, People I, get I don't... mad when, when, yeah.
0: When it's like, oh, and it was all a dream. What a cop-out fun. Mm. You know?
1: Yeah. Or just the fact that, like, you know, when I hate when people complain, oh, I was able to figure out the twist at the end of this movie or at the end of this show. It's like that's good. That means the writing was successful. Yeah. Because if you can't see a twist coming at all, it means it wasn't set up. It means they're just throwing it in there.
0: Yeah. When you know, you so need
1: to be able to go, "Oh, yeah."
0: It it can't be so bombastic to the point where it's just like where, it, where it's just like and he was dead the whole time and it was the brother. It's just like he met mm. the brother like once in the whole movie you're bringing him back for this yeah you know what the fuck <laughs> no 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 this this yeah. was such a great example of, of of a well designed and set up twist you know everything mm. was it was a perfect lead up it was great great yeah yeah thank you for recommending this movie god damn it man this is great
1: oh I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it as much as you did. I thought you'd like it, but I'm glad to hear you just be like, yeah!
0: Yeah, yeah, like, I, because I I hadn't heard shit about this movie at all until you brought it up and now this is a movie where like, I think I'm going to start like recommending this to people because it's it's good. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. Fuck, man. All right. Now. Have uh, have you watched
1: anything else this week?
0: oh uh i finished watching them on prime um
1: i gotta I get also, on that so we can talk about
0: it yes i'm not. i don't want yeah if we're gonna if we're gonna make an episode i'm not gonna give you my thoughts um so we can <laughs> keep them fresh um i also finished watching that australian drama show please like me <laughs> spoiler i didn't fucking like you <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I just,
0: I really didn't like that show um, What else did we start watching? Did we start watching something yesterday? No, we didn't um, But yeah. Oh. yeah What about you?
1: Uh, I actually, I watched a lot this week Nice uh, Surprisingly enough I watched, including rewatching this this movie I watched uh, three movies this week Which is a lot for a work week
0: <laughs> I, Yeah, I get that
1: I uh, yeah. I rewatched watched uh, Logan Lucky because nice. I saw that uh, the 31st was the last day it was going to be on Netflix in Canada. So I was like, yeah, I'll watch it one more time. I'll get one in. And yeah. I, I really have a soft spot for that movie. I love the performances. I love how just like low-key and vibing the whole thing is. Yeah. Uh, uh, just uh, like, uh, it's fun. I love that it's it takes place in like the deep south and all the characters are like Southern, but it's not like making fun of them either. No, no, no,
0: it seemed pretty. It's,
1: yeah. yeah it's it's subver- subverting expectations on how Hollywood usually portrays these kind of people. Where, yeah it's... You know, like all the characters are, you know, except for like uh, Joe Bang's brothers, they're not just a bunch of poops. They're all, like, characters who have skills and are smart.
0: They are, yeah. And then, of course, you have Daniel Craig, who we finally get to see have a a, a different accent.
1: Yeah. Up up until that point in his career, he did not do an accent in anything.
0: No. It's always always just been his English accent. Even in uh, in a
1: dragon tattoo.
0: Where he's supposed to be a Swede. And you know what? Didn't fucking bother me because that is a stellar movie. Hmm. I legitimately it, don't even It doesn't
1: bother it. me either. I'd like to have heard them do it just because everyone else is doing the accent. Yeah. But it, it doesn't take you out of the movie in any way.
0: No, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, I really want to get on. At some point, like, I really, really want to watch the uh, Watchmen miniseries. I just yeah, got to find can. a way to watch it. Um, cuz i'm a huge fan of watchmen
1: yeah uh, i am I'm, I'm a big fan too i i uh, i like that Damon lindelof has had a resurgence in his career he when uh he he wrote the uh, the watchmen mini series but he also uh he was one of the co-creators of lost
0: oh was he yeah was I
1: didn't him know that. And he, he, he and jj uh, abrams created it and then he was the showrunner like, J.J. created it, he was a producer on it, he directed the pilot, but then he was fairly hands-off, whereas Damon Lindelof was the guy in the writing room every day Steering trying to figure show. out how to make this show run for six seasons of 20-plus episodes, yeah. which it clearly shouldn't have been.
0: And then, and then he did The Leftovers, I know. Yeah,
1: then he did The Leftovers, which I haven't seen. I've heard mixed things about. Some people say, good some people say bad
0: yeah but uh no apparently it's pretty unanimous that the Watchmen series is like banging so Mm -hmm. i really want to watch that
1: and to the point where like damon Lindelof was like i don't want to make any more like he made it like as a mini series -series.
0: yeah yeah which i'm happy with
1: yeah and you know hbo was like we would love to make more but we don't want to make it without him because we trust his vision so much it's like, wow he, that is yeah. great
0: yeah i mean but i mean look if they make more sick but if they keep it as a miniseries i think i'm happy with that too mm-hmm. but still i have to watch it <laughs> yeah uh yeah so uh anything else have you been
1: watching yeah uh, i watched uh jennifer's body for the first time adam brody yeah that's the thing about halfway through the movie i, I-, I turned to sam who uh, who was showing me the jennifer's body because she's seen it before i haven't i was like i think i'm the only adam brody fan who hasn't seen the oc
0: i love adam brody because i loved him in
1: this i loved him in the kid detective yeah i loved him in that one scene of promising young woman like shit
0: yeah the first scene yeah yeah yeah
1: it's like damn i'm on board with him now like he's great he's
0: great he's so good I want to see more stuff where he's the the spotlight though
1: mm-hmm.
0: like this or even movie. just
1: more side stuff because like he delivers it when he's a side character and stuff like Jennifer's body
0: no 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 I know but now that I've seen like what he can do in the whole movie like rests on mm-hmm. his shoulders it's like I'm I'd love to see what else he can do when yeah. given that also like that responsibility again
1: mm-hmm. you know yeah Jennifer's body's good I get why it has this cult following it's fun I really it's, want to watch it. It, it it's schlocky but it's supposed to it's yeah it's it's fun the performances are good Megan Fox is really good in it she does interesting stuff with her voice at different points in the movie to differentiate uh, her character arc it's it's a fun movie gotta check that out
0: yeah. really gotta check that out um nice what else? That's it. Nah, all right. Three movies. <laughs> yeah, pretty, that's a that's a,
1: that's a lot. While also editing video and working a job forty hours a week
0: <laughs> and editing the podcast when.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna give you something to uh, to watch. Please do. Yes, because I, I'm just trying to think like, what can I give you that will pack as much a wallop as as. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I have anything, but I do... I do want to give you...
1: Give me something that I'll enjoy as much as you enjoyed this.
0: Okay. <laughs> I will. I will give you... Fuck it. I'm going to give you Dogs Don't Wear Pants.
1: Dogs Don't Wear Pants?
0: Yes. This Stop. movie, it's a okay. Finnish film. It's a okay. Finnish film on Shudder. Shudder Exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I adore this film, and I really, really can't wait to see what you're gonna, what you're gonna say about it.
1: All right, I hope, uh, I hope it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I can't wait, man. I can't wait to just discuss it because it's really hard to find. There's just like one or two reviewers, like mm-hmm. on, on YouTube, one of which, like, uh, is a channel I already follow. So it was like nice to see they saw it too. Let me see what they mm-hmm. saw. Like, let me hear what they said. You know, and, and so I, I just want to get the conversation going because, like, I feel like no one's seeing this movie. It's it's so good. Well, right to me, I want, I want to mm-hmm. see how, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll check it out. Hopefully yeah, I yeah. enjoy it. I always want to enjoy movies, especially the ones recommended by friends. <laughs> Damn right. Should I take us home? Take
0: us home, boy.
1: All right, that was the podcast for this week people if you liked it you can be subscribed on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on we're on more or less all of them subscriptions are great I think apparently that helps more people see it as if people are subscribed so check that out you can also follow us on Twitter at pop culture to do or send us emails pop to do at gmail.com I have an email here that we got and I'm going to read out our our first email we've gotten. Yes. So I'm gonna read it out. Anthony doesn't know that we got an email. So this is is a surprise. Yes. Yes. Hi. Hi, Anthony. Hi, Greg. I just listened to your latest podcast on climax and really enjoyed it. So I thought I'd reach out. Not usually my thing to do and to do doesn't have the space like our logo. Right? Greg, can't remember the last time I heard someone use the word ookie. It made me happy. Anthony, I agree. It was one of your most chill episodes. My favorite kind. However, uh, not in need of hearing about weird poo. (laughs) Moments before you recommended that I not watch Climax, I was wondering if you would soon be talking about a movie that wouldn't wouldn't weird me out. What about Kid Detective? Is it something I would want to watch? Every week, I look forward to listening to the podcast. Keep up the good work. Take care. It's from my mom.
0: Ah. God damn your mom. God <laughs> so amazing.
1: On, on Twitter uh, this weekend, I put up a poll. It was, uh, uh, does Greg bring up his parents too much on the podcast? And the options for voting were Yes or yes but i like it and 100% of the people voted and said yes but i like it
0: perfect <laughs> cuz it's going to be a thing
1: <laughs> speaking of twitter the podcast has one but so does me you can follow me on there or on any of the social medias that you can find me on i am TheGregNorton. greg norton i'm also the greg norton on youtube where i make videos i got one coming out this week where i rewrite the Suicide Squad film from 2016. Check it out. You can also check out Anthony, his graphic design. He posts art and sometimes snippets from his upcoming graphic novel on Instagram. As he said at the top of the show, that is Anthony with teeth. It is great stuff. It is fun, creepy, beautiful, and I love every piece you make. And I'm not just saying that because we're friends.
0: Yeah. And go check out his YouTube stuff. He just put out a nostalgia video uh, about The Simpsons. It's awesome. Go support him. Please, Jesus.
1: Yeah, and if you you don't want to support us but want to support the show, you can share it with your friends. That'd be great.
0: Yeah, we want to get a community going. Talk about Mm -hmm. movies and TV.
1: Yeah, do little dances. Yeah
0: but you can't see but you know
1: yeah no we want to get so big that we can throw prom we want to throw movie prom Uh, (laughs) Ah. yeah yeah anyways hope you enjoyed the episode and until next time have a good one keep it
0: squeezy